in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. And remember, guys, only follow us on our content or... We get sad. But seriously, make sure you get perspectives from all over the place because we don't want you being left in the dark like some people in the news today, in the world today. And the news today, to be perfectly fair. Which is odd because that is the perfect segue into this article we are about to read about the Supreme Court justices Mm -hmm. who are apparently getting it wrong when it comes to data uh, towards covid I'm sorry, a government official being wrong? Say it ain't so. It is so. Ugh, no. Oh, mercy, mercy. Okay, now we're just being silly. Yes, we are. Uh, but from the New York Post, uh, Supreme Court's liberals, so the, the, the liberal justices on the Supreme Court are slammed, I guess, by Twitter users. And so all two of them, right? I think there's three. Ah, well, okay. Uh, are slammed over vaccine mandate statements. Uh, it is your favorite, the ice cream man, Richard Breyer. I do love Richard. But wait, isn't it Stephen Breyer? Oh yeah, Stephen Breyer. <laughs> I saw his name. I was like, that's that's not right. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's oh Stephen Breyer, Elena Kagan, which everyone forgets about, I guess, and I, Sonia Sotomayor, who no one forgets about because of her fun name. I don't know any of them. I only know him because you said he was my favorite, and I was like, oh oh my little guy who refuses to die. Love him. Jennifer, these are the Supreme Court justices. They're the most important people in all the land because all the problems get pushed onto them because no one in the legislature or the executive branch wants to do anything. Can we do an on-the-street what the bleep are they talking about and be like, can you name three Supreme Court justices? One. One. No, no, make make them name three. They might know two because two have been so in the news. Which ones? That one lady... (laughs) And that guy. <laughs> so we're sticking with one. <laughs> um, okay, just disproved my own point. Thank so, you. Uh, so the Supreme Court's three liberal justices made a series of head-shaking comments Friday during oral arguments over two Biden administration rules: one that implements vaccine, uh, vaccinate or test mandates on U.S. companies that employ at least 100 people, and another that requires most healthcare workers to get the jab. Do you know what I was thinking about earlier today? What were you thinking about? Okay. So, how many people are out of work right now because of Omicron? Because they're like, okay, well, you're sick, go home. Mm-hmm. How many people are, like, like, how many people are out? Say you have 10 people out. Clearly, something you were doing was not working to make people not get the virus, whether it's vaccine because we know they can it can go through the vaccine it just means you're not going to get a sick mm-hmm. so if it's not going to prevent spreading it why are we mandating the vaccine first of all second of all if you've got 10 people in your company and you've got 10 people out why wouldn't you just have them at work or if you've got 10 people in your company and you've got eight people out because of covid clearly whatever you were doing to not spread covid mm-hmm. is not working so as long as you're not, like, seriously ill, why are you just not at work? So are you saying – so what you're saying is why are you focusing so much attention on vaccine mandates? And, and but, testing. And testing. But why not put more 
emphasis on what the heck did we do wrong at the office that these people got sick. No, I think I'm honestly just asking, at what point do you get to say, hey, I have a cold, but I feel fine, I'm coming in again? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's recommended anywhere. I think if you're sick, you, you generally, you're supposed to stay home. I think, no. If you're sick. I, I think in our culture, yeah. we still go in anyway because we need to work and we feel like if we take time off for ourselves, we don't generally. But Which is odd because we also live in a culture that has, has over the last several years really promoted mental health awareness yeah. and promoting taking time off no, that's when you're sick. Crap. It's all bullcrap. They say it but they don't mean it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it just goes back to my argument from the other day. Like, at what point are we going to consider this no longer, I guess, a pandemic, mm-hmm. and it's just going to go back to being an illness that, if you feel fine, come in. Mm-hmm. If you don't, stay home. To quote you, you said, when are we allowed to just be sick? Exactly. So I don't know. I, I don't know. There's no, because that would solve our staffing issues. Mm-hmm. Again, the vaccines are not stopping people from spreading it, mm-hmm. which, okay, fine. Right. We had hoped it would, but it's not. It's just like the flu. You can still spread the flu, but you're not going to get as sick from having the flu. So if you don't want to get vaccinated, then that's, like you've been saying this whole time, that's on you because right. it's going to be your, you know, what you deal with. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to get as sick, then I'll get vaccinated, and that's on me. Right. Right. Are we just so stuck in this, like, what we've been focusing on for two years that we're not going to ever see this any other way? I don't think so. I don't know. I digress a little bit. I'm sorry, but I'm just very frustrated, and I really need people to come to work. And, uh, yeah. Is that why so many people were out? Because I knew you were talking about that before we went live. Well, we're very short-staffed anyway, just because a lot of people have quit for various reasons. Right. Um, they've moved, et cetera. But a lot of nursing staff across the country is out because their hip's not run, and they're like, oh, hey, yeah, sick. you have to be out for five days. I don't even think most of them are sick. I think they're just like, okay. So they've implemented new, like, testing. and, and mm-hmm. So I guess I'm answering my own question because if you don't have symptoms, you are able to come back without getting a test. So, But, but I think that's only due to the shortages. But how many are saying that, like, if your employer knows mm-hmm. that you might have Omicron and you have to be out for five days, you could just say, listen, yo, I've got symptoms. Yeah. I've got bad. Everything, I can't taste, <laughs> I can't smell. Yeah. yeah. And it's an easy out now when everyone is sick, right? Back in the day before this, you know, there's was questionable because yeah. not everyone was sick. And, I mean, it's not as beneficial anymore because in the past, if you were like, yeah, I've got a positive COVID test, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, we're going to pay you for 10 days, and you have to stay home and don't come near us. Now they're like, tough stuff. Right. Take that PDO. My question is, if you get sick at, at, at your job, mm-hmm. do, is that essentially workers' comp, right? Do they have to pay for that? Not anymore. I think they were doing that for a while, especially in a hospital setting where I am, but I don't think anymore. I think now they're like, hey, guess what? Get vaccinated and you wouldn't have this issue, okay. most likely. So that's on you and your personal choice. Because I was going to say, I can I can see a vax mandate, if, you know, a company implementing a vaccine mandate, if they had to cover the cost of you being sick. And they're like, listen, we don't want to have to do this anymore. We're yeah. like serious on this. Like, you're in the hospital. It's workers' comp. You got sick in the office place. I don't have any of this, so we're going to make you get a vaccine. I, I can kind of see that. That does kind of make more sense. Like, if we were... Especially if that were something that we were mandating, like, mm-hmm. on a federal level. We were saying, hey, employers, if your employee can prove, like, especially at a hospital, right. that they were infected from your, from their place of work, right. you have to pay for their, their time off. Then I could definitely see them saying, hey, vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. And that would be totally fine because you can't say one without the other. Alternatively, I, I would say, well, get rid of the vaccine mandate and then just say, well, listen, insurance companies, you can't be billed for this. Or, or, or to, the, to the companies, like, if, you're, if, you're, if your person gets sick on the job with Omicron, yeah. it's not covered in employee compensation. We'll make it like smoking, too. Add a premium if, you're, oh, yeah. if, you, don't you, choose, if you choose not to get vaccinated. Because right. I have to do an attestation. And, I mean, I guess, well, there's easier ways to, like, you can submit a proof of vaccination to your mm-hmm. insurance company versus, I'm not sure that's legal, but anyway, it, it's still an idea. But I have to attest every time I sign up for my insurance, no, right. I don't smoke. And they're like, oh, here's $10 off makes sense to me and, and you're at the same time you're not forcing someone to do something nope. it's really just a choice it's an incentive. right absolutely an incentive. just like not smoking is an incentive hmm. so, anyway. 
Uh, the trio, uh, uh, making up uh, Steve Breyer, Alina Kagan, and Sonia Sotomayor, made claims during oral arguments that could have been classified as incorrect, ignorant, misinformed, or hysterically exaggerated. Is this or, a you, or you could have just said wrong, and that would have also been fine. Yeah, this is a very over-the-top That part. was a little bit hyperbole right there. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor, who did not join her eight colleagues on the bench for the arguments, but opted to take part remotely, was the worst offender. At one point, the Bronx-born jurist claimed that implementing the requirement for businesses was necessary because Omicron is as deadly as Delta. It's not. It's not. I mean, that's, that really is just factually incorrect. It's as deadly as flu, for sure. Probably, yeah. Uh, we have hospitals that are, she also said, we have hospitals that are almost at full capacity and people still severely ill on ventilators, which is true. It is true, but also, I would like to, going back to another point I made the other day, I would like to know, first of all, are we confirming that these people have Omicron or are we still seeing, like, little shreds of Delta? Because one doesn't just go away, right? Because another oh, yeah. has taken over. No, I think, I mean, Omicron is not completely taken over. I think it's, it's half-half, I, half, I guess. Yeah, I think it's, like, the it. majority of cases. But, again, how do we know that the seriously severe cases are not still Delta? Are we looking at this? Are we documenting this? That's a really good point. And the tests aren't 100% accurate, and right? Yes, Sorry. Well, no, I mean, they're testing patients when they go to the hospital. How do we know they're, they're, they're you know, Again, are they accurate. testing for the, for which specific? Because you had mentioned there might be a way for something you read to, like, see which one it is. Well, I just, spike protein and whatever. Well, I'm not a scientist, but I know well, that it has a different number of spike proteins. I don't know how they make tests or anything, but I assume it's based on the number of spike proteins mm-hmm. you can, to, to identify what it is. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a researcher, but, but, yeah, but I get what you're saying. How do we know that it is specifically that, that virus? And also, please, when you're looking at number of people on ventilators, please look at their hospital length of stay. Not that you can really do that, but. What do you mean by that? Because you could have somebody who came in in October mm-hmm. who's still technically on a ventilator. Oh, right, 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 right. So, so the way she's phrasing it is, oh, oh my gosh, we have all these people on ventilators because it just happened, but they could be on but for months. But we know exactly how, how long have they been in the hospital on I think it's something I brought up many years ago when this first started. <laughs> years ago. Oh, but, God, well, we're already saying that. <laughs> well, because, because people bring up the same argument that she, she does, where hospitals are at full capacity. And, and it's like, well, okay, most hospitals are typically pretty close to full capacity because it's a place of business, right? If it's not full or close to full, they're losing money. And also, That's it true. takes time to get people out. So they could be... I very well know. Right, right, you're a case manager. They could be perfectly fine but they're just waiting to leave. It could be a hospital full of very healthy people. They just so happen to have Omicron, so they have to sit there for five or 10 days until they don't test positive anymore, but they're fine otherwise. And I do think, and again, this is just, you know, this can only be based on my opinion and, and what I see, and I'm not calling out my hospital system or anything. Insert legal blah, 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 don't sue me, right. all that. Um, but I think maybe, probably, in my opinion, we panicked, mm-hmm. everybody. Really? The media, really? the media, the hospitals, the public, everybody mm-hmm. panicked. And they were like, oh my God, this is going to be awful again. So now you cough and people are like, I should go to the hospital. Because yep. I mentioned the other day, the patient I saw, no fever, mm-hmm. said slight cough, but his saturations had dropped into the 90s, right. which a normal oxygen saturation is like 94 to 90, you know, 100. Okay. What is into the 90s? Is that 94, 92? Mm-hmm. So why were you here? Why were you here? Right. Because you he, he was scared of the coming. Probably, yes. Um, his outpatient doctor or whoever, or somebody at the testing site was like, oh, your oxygen's really low, you should go to the hospital. No, you feel fine, stay home. And I think that's why our hospitals are full, again, is because we're scaring people with the media, mm-hmm. we're scaring people with the fact that we're not just allowing them to be sick. And I think if we would stop that, we would not have this problem anymore. I. Hmm, I have a bit of a conspiracy theory I just came up we with. We do like to go down conspiracy theory avenue. Every I, don't, I don't think it's true, but but there's a, there's there's a, there's a lot of demand for Medicare for all. And if you burden people with medical bills over the last two years by scaring them into going to the hospital when they have a cough, they're going to walk out with a bill. Well, and your hospitals are also not getting that money back nine times out of ten, so they're going to really be pushing for people to get insurance. Right. So, so you've got more people than ever burdened with medical bills. And when it comes time to present the idea, I think you're going to have more people than ever who are on board. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe it's true. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of tying strings together. But if it is true, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people obviously people on both sides of the belief system about this whole shenanigan mm-hmm. are not unwilling to spread misinformation to 
push their agenda? Mm. Both sides. I'm right. not calling anybody out. Well, because it's an, it's an opportunity to, to utilize. So, uh, yeah. So at this point, honestly, nothing is outside of the realm of possibility in my mind. Except maybe like the most of this like really really far like the lizard people and, and you know stuff like that. But that's why I always say I don't believe in conspiracy theories. But if they happen, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I like that because absolutely. Uh, she also said that we have over one hundred thousand children, which we've never had before in serious condition. I read that earlier, like yesterday, I think too, that we had more children being infected with um, or like serious condition with Omicron. I was like, we didn't even get up to that with Delta, and Delta was way way worse. It's only like seven hundred ninety-four kids died so far in the U.S. No, over not two years. Thousand seven hundred ninety-four. Right, and she also goes on to say, and many on ventilators. Yeah, yeah, Pixar didn't happen. Like, I guess you could make the argument that that pediatric hospitals are overwhelmed. I'm sure. Because I imagine that there's less pediatric hospitals than there are adult hospitals. Of course. I, I guess you can make that argument. I mean, I'm trying to help her out, I guess. <laughs> Again, I'm just I want to know where she's getting the 100,000 children right. in serious condition. I want those numbers, like, on paper, please. Uh, Jennifer, take over, because my computer is frozen. Okay. Um, oh, wow, you could hear me read for a while. Sorry about that. Um, not only did Zodemeyer's statement contradict experts, aha, here we are who say Omicron is less severe than Delta, but it defied data from the Department of Health and Human Services showing a total of 3,342 confirmed pediatric hospitalizations with COVID-19 across the U.S. as of Friday, making the justice's math off by a factor of nearly 30. How much was it all? Uh, by 30? By, yeah, a factor of 30. So 3,342 confirmed pediatric hospitalizations as of Friday from the Department of Health and Human Services, and she said 100,000. Yeah, she's a little bit off. Uh, slightly. And people in the comments would say, well, that's 3,000 kids that are in serious condition. But we read that article months ago, of course, during Delta, mm -hmm. that most of the kids who had, were admitted to a hospital were just fine. Mm -hmm. But their parents had really just brought them there because, they, again, they've been told, if you get this, you're going to die. Yes. So you bring your kid in regardless. Because but you're a parent. You're more likely to bring your kids in. Yeah. It's like my kid. You know? Yeah. And, again, that number from Health and Human Services did not say serious condition. It said hospitalizations. Right, which oh, could mean anything. Which could mean anything. Stupid doctors admitting people for absolutely no reason. And maybe those kids are in serious condition, but maybe not because of Omicron, but because of some other thing. Or because, again, how many are still lingering getting Delta? Well, well, my thought is another medical condition, which would be like, oh, look at these kids. They have serious, like, they're not being truthful when it comes to what the serious condition is. They mm. just so happen to have Omicron on, on top of, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Perhaps, perhaps. So. Uh, perhaps most disturbingly. Wait, is this where you were? Uh, yeah, that is where I was. Okay. Uh, perhaps most disturbingly, Sotomayor said at another point in the argument that, quote, I'm not sure I understand the distinction as to why the states would have the power to institute a rule like the one being pursued by the Biden administration, but the federal government would not. Mm, I would argue that maybe the states don't also don't have the power. Hmm. Well, because you have, like, New York and California that have imposed them. But I guess those are also being pushed onto the Supreme Court as well. I don't know. It's an odd time. It's a very odd time. Um... Well, actually, I remember this. Uh, someone brings this up. It, it, it's from a long time ago, and I'm going to butcher it to hell, but um, back in the day, for some virus, one state imposed vaccine mandates, and they were approved by the Supreme Court, mm -hmm. but it was like a fine if you didn't take it. It wasn't like you could lose your job or yeah. whatever, barred from going to public accommodations, mm -hmm. but it was like fine, so they're like, that's fine. So maybe the states do have the power, but I don't yeah. know. Uh, but Liz Mayer, a Republican politician, uh, tweeted out, quote, read the Commerce Clause in the Tenth Amendment, lady. Okay, so essentially the Tenth Amendment is whatever powers is not delegated to the to the federal government lays in the hands of the state. So maybe the state is able to do it. Yeah, nor prohibited by it to the states. Oh, it even goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So indeed, the amendment in question states that, quote, powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by, by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Okay, so I guess the states do have the ability to do that. Yeah. Uh, Ohio Solicitor General Ben Flowers, to whom Sotomayor directed her comment, demonstrated the con concept by affirming under question questioning from Justice Clarence Thomas that his state could legally impose a similar vax or test rule. It even goes so far as to mandate vaccination for every resident. 
Uh, elsewhere, Sotomayor asked why the occupation of why OSHA, which the Biden White House has charged with implementing the business rule, could not consider a person infected with COVID-19 to pose the same danger to colleagues as a machine emitting sparks. Um, I guess that's some reference to trying to use OSHA to, 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 to require vaccines, because if you're infected, then you would be a danger to other coworkers. Well, if you're infected with the flu, you're a danger to other coworkers. If your child goes to school with lice, you could infect other students and, and teachers. If so you wear the wrong clothing, you could be a danger to other people. Where do we draw the line? At what Somewhere. point do we just get to be sick again? I'm going to keep asking. Uh, that caused another uproar on social ah. media with the National Review, which is a right-wing publication, mm -hmm. uh, uh, with a writer from the National Review, quote, I love the idea that an executive branch agency meant to protect workers' rights is now adopting the argument that workers should be regulated like toxic chemicals. Mm -hmm. uh, when Breyer waded into the fray, he suggested that OSHA rule was needed because, quote, hospitals are full almost to the point of maximum, and that 750 new cases had been reported in the U.S. Oh, 750 million new cases had been reported in U.S. yesterday, despite the fact that the population of America is around 330 million. Oh, yeah, that's a little. <laughs> also, 70% of the population is vaccinated, so... 70% of the, I don't know, 750 million, I guess, if you really want to use that number. Yeah. Then 70% of those don't really need hospitalization. Yeah. So. Um, in addition, information from the Health and Human Services shows that nearly 21% of inpatient beds and more than 18% of ICU beds nationwide were unoccupied as of Friday, which I imagine is normal. <laughs> I mean, when I worked in the ICU, it was, what, 12 beds? 18% of 12 is, I don't know, 10 beds, 9 beds, which was usually how full it was on a regular basis. <laughs> For COVID. After hearing arguments for and against the OSHA rule, court turned to a proposed vaccine mandate for healthcare workers at providers who received funding from Medicare and Medicaid. During arguments in the case, Kagan said that workers, quote, have to get vaccinated so that you're not transmitting the disease. That can kill elderly Medicare patients. That can kill sick Medicaid patients. I mean, that seems like pretty basic infection prevention measures, but we know. Except we know that the vaccine doesn't prevent you from spreading it. Right. Like we had previously hoped. Because I keep trying. Like, I keep thinking to myself, like, okay, how, why has my position changed? Because in the beginning, I was like, everybody should get vaccinated, everybody should wear a mask, everybody should do all this, blah, 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 blah. I, my, that was my position, too. I was making masks. There's you a, were? There's a YouTube video of me making a mask. Is out, it still on, your vi on, on the channel? I think it's hidden. Oh. It, it, we no. should undo it. But, but, but it is anyway. me making, sorry to interrupt, but me making paper masks out of printer paper. Mm -hmm. And I folded it in a way. I folded it in a grid, so horizontal, then vertical, mm -hmm. so it could fold over your face because you can't just take a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. This was during the mass shortage mm -hmm. of 1812. Okay. <laughs> and then I Great mass shortage of 2020. Yeah, and then, then, then I, I, I fastened it around my head, and then I folded it over my nose, and you twisted it, and it, it got so tight that when you breathed, it would, like, suck in on your face. Nice. So it, w it was tight-fitting. So, yeah, that was my position back then. But your position has changed. My position has changed, and I'm trying to think of... I was trying to think of why, because I'm like... I don't know. I, I'm always trying to, like, self-reflect, and, and I don't want to be a sheep in any direction. Like, I don't... So I guess the reason I was so concerned about it, and have been so concerned about it, was because... And the reason I got the vaccine in the first place was because we didn't think it was originally going to help stop the spread. Mm -hmm. right. And I guess it still does to an extent, because it, it is it, killing. Yeah, it does say that at the bottom. The last last sentence, it says, uh, however, medical experts say that vaccinated people can still spread COVID-19, though potentially for a shorter period of time than unvaccinated people spread the virus, because you'll be sick for less longer if you get the vaccine. Gotcha. So, I mean, so my position always was, okay, I lived with my elderly grandparents and, and you know, parents, and 
I did not want to take something home and kill them. Right. If I went to Disney World or went out and came home with a virus and killed one of them, like, right. I would never be able to live with myself. But now, and, and I understood the whole, you know, oh, the people who can't get vaccinated, if you can't spread it to them, blah, 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 all that. Right. And, and loving your neighbor and all that stuff that they've been preaching. So, but we are now to the point, and hopefully the trend continues with, with future variants or whatever we're faced with, that mm -hmm. it's not going to be as severe. It's going to go back down to the common goal. So we're now to the point where people are vaccinated. We know the vaccines are helping you not get it as severely, et cetera. If I do take it home, I'm not going to kill my grandmother. And it's at that point that I should be allowed to live my life. Right. So let me live my dang life. <laughs> Don't require me to get tested, to go on a cruise, because I'm scared I'm going to come back positive. And I know it makes me sound selfish because I'm like, I want to go on this freaking cruise. But that's where we're going to have to get back to. Mm -hmm. Where if you are not experiencing symptoms, yes, you could be carrying it. But if someone on the cruise is not vaccinated, that is their personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I cannot be held accountable for that. Right. Which is a very, very far cry from where I was in the beginning and, and all through 2020. So You're just fed up. I, I just want us to, we kept saying, we're trying to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. But we're approaching that, in my opinion, from the things I'm reading, and we're not letting ourselves go back to normal. Right. That's why I'm frustrated. Totally agree. So, anyway. Uh, for me, normal was as soon as I got vaccinated. It was over. I said to, to my grandmother, you know, we should, they locked her up in the nursing home. They, mm -hmm. you know, couldn't go out, couldn't come in. And I said, you know, it's what's best. It's safe. You're th this was during the first mm -hmm. couple of months. Yeah. And then as soon as she got, you know, I, I visit every week. And as soon as she got vaccine, I said, okay, let's go. You're good. You're safe. Let's go. We went to the movies. We went out. You restaurants. told me the same thing. You're like, because I said something one time, and you're like, you're, you've had both your vaccines, right? I'm like, well, yeah. And you're like, why are you worried? Yeah. I'm like, well, because, because I'm supposed to be worried. And you're like, why are you worried? Yeah. I mean, it could wane over time. Yeah. And then you have to get the booster. But we have to get the booster every year for the flu. I know. I, that's not a problem. Yeah. It's, you know, not, it's, it's not a thing. I mean, Yes, I'll have vaccine COVID brain fog mm -hmm. for every year for three days, but right. anyway, surprise, I'm willing to pay. Yeah, and it's quite concerning that uh, even the Supreme Court justices are, are, are confused on this. They're not confused. I don't think they're confused. I can't imagine that the highest held court, the people on it, are confused. What do you think they are? I think they're pushing it into. Which they shouldn't be doing if they're in a nonpartisan position. Hilariously doing exactly what they have all been accusing the right-wing justices of attempting to do. But Being partisan acts. Yeah, and, and they're the ones over there spitting straight facts, you know. Oh, but you don't die. We're all going to die anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Not us, we're vaccinated. Well, again. I mean, we're if that out. doesn't kill us, then a giant meteor will, so. Yeah. Well, don't, just don't look up. Uh, and anyway, uh, well, not anyway, but, but, but make sure you comment, subscribe, like, share, do all of the things. And comment down below, is pandemic over for you, or it's you over still for us. Kind of, yeah. Again, the only thing I'm really worried about is, is getting to that port and getting on that boat. Yeah. So. I like. don't. I think it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Oh, I'm going to get tested like two weeks before and three days before because I'm going to be paranoid. So. What if you go to the testing facility and, and you get COVID from the nurse that's going to I'm going to wear like six masks, so it's not going to matter. Yeah. Because an N95, straight up. Well, make sure you uh, get my recipe for a, a uh, paper mask made out of uh, 8.5 by 11 printer paper. In case, in case you're having trouble finding masks still. So. Yeah. Uh, and let us know in the comment section down below. Is the pandemic over for you? Like you said, and uh, we will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. That was good, babe. You did great. Got really fired up on that one. I don't know why. Need it, baby. Like it. <coughs> I just don't like it. People being hypocrites. I just really want them to be over.
Okay. What does that mean? That means I know. I know. When can we that? Uh, that's my B. We're good. That'll get us through Tuesday. That'll actually get us through Wednesday. I would like you to try, when you plug the headphone to the 3.5 millimeter USB that connects 